Greetings from the KNKX Studio X in the heart of downtown Seattle. I'm Abe Beeson with an exclusive studio session performance with Jahari Stampley and his trio. The pianist gained a lot of attention recently for playing, placing first in the Herbie Hancock Institute International Piano Competition. Uh, here in Seattle, Mr. Stampley is still just 24 years old, celebrating his new debut album, Still Listening. Uh, it's all original material, solo performances, and ensemble pieces that are truly unique, but faintly familiar and really catchy. Jahari Stampley is making his Seattle debut at Demetrius Jazz Alley tonight and tomorrow night with a great band, including his mother, Dearania Stampley, a multiple Grammy-nominated icon of the Chicago jazz scene. She's featured on saxophone, bass, and vocals today, and also on drums with no vocals at all. The talented young Miguel Russell is here. Uh, stay with us for a conversation, including questions from members of the KNKX School of Jazz. But first, let's hear some music. Let's hear it for Jahari Stampley in the KNKX Studio X. Thank you guys so much for being, so here. for being here. Miguel Russell on drums. My mother, the Iranian stamp Lee on bed. She's only been playing bass for less than a year, and she's a pilot. And she does Photoshop, she plays everything, she's an organist, she's, oh my god.
Furin is simply on base. Oh my, oh my. We're gonna play one more. The delay is crazy. Sometimes when you have technical difficulties, difficulties. <laughs> you just keep playing like nothing happened.
song is entitled Still Listening. I wrote it for a younger version of myself. And this is me on this album cover here. Um, thank you guys so much. Once again, Miguel Russell on drums, D. Radiant Stampley on bass. Um, Jahari Stampley and his trio in the Studio X here at KNKX. I'm Abe Beeson. I've got some School of Jazz members who are going to help me out with our interview today. From Decatur High School, it's Stephen Filipov, uh, a pianist at uh, Decatur High and uh, a pianist at Bainbridge. Miles Wyland is here. Uh, we also have a trumpeter out of Linwood High School, Jaden Rubio. And uh, also from Linwood High School, uh, Tristan Groning is a alto sax player at the school. Thanks, all of you, for joining in. I get the first question. Um, uh, Jahari, uh, great to have these kids here with uh, some younger musicians in the house helping me interpret this new voice of a generation. Um, lucky kid growing up in a musical family like you. Um, tell me about uh, being raised uh, in a family with uh, the incredible Diorania Stamplate. Wow, I'm just, my mother is such an incredible person. She's a pilot now. She just got her pilots. I mean, she's just, <laughs> she does everything. So I think she sets the bar so high, just playing every instrument, 
learning everything, Photoshop. Adobe, <laughs> she just was the type of person just to just do anything. Like, oh, I can do it myself, or I can make flyers, I could fly planes, and it's just kind of abnormal, but she set the bar so high, <laughs> and um, I just, I guess the normal in the house was so abnormal, and I didn't realize how abnormal it was until I started going outside <laughs> and seeing more people and realizing, like, dang, my mom is really, like, abnormal. <laughs> like, I guess this is not quite what every mom does, so I'm just still blown away, so. And if you could pass the microphone back to your mom, I'd love to ask Dee Urania about uh, a, a child who's getting into the music business. You're a longtime veteran, multiple Grammy nominee. Are, you've seen some ups and downs, I'm sure, in the music business. Um, it must be nice to see your son's got a, a good head start going here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was always in the background. You know, we would have so many rehearsals and so many musicians coming in and out. And... Uh, I've done so many different things throughout the years that he's just kind of watching in the background. Even if it's just like one, I did a, a gig for like three years that was called D. Rainier's Jazz Series. Actually, it was, it was D. Rainier and Friends on Fridays. And what I did was I put together a different band every Friday and I would just call like any musician that I admired just because I wanted to play with these people. <laughs> and so the best way to get musicians to come out and play is to offer them a gig. So <laughs> I would do that. I did this gig for three years, uh, every Friday at, at Chicago's Home of Chicken and Waffles <laughs> restaurant. And he met a lot of musicians through that. We would have rehearsals sometimes with my band and just a lot of musicians coming in and out. And Jahari always kind of just sat in the background and just watched everything and then all of a sudden maybe when he was around on the age of 14 he started playing drums first he was playing drums and i noticed that he had an impeccable sense of timing and i would get him to play at church with me because at church you just need somebody to just be solid like keep the pocket mm -hmm. on music and he was able to do that and but he his timing is so amazing he could play in all types of six key signatures too seven eight and you know, just anything, and just with hits and everything, he would just be able to do anything. And then all of a sudden, he switched to piano. We started hearing him practicing pop tunes on the piano, but he was playing them in a different way. Um, he just had his own approach. I didn't push him into playing, <laughs> but he has a very tactile kind of approach to piano, where he, I guess he's playing patterns and not even thinking about the notes. I don't know. I think you should tell people about your approach because it's really different. But I hope that answers your question. <laughs> it's so fun to hear a proud mom and a proud son. Um, and we've got another question for you, Jahari, uh, from one of our School of Jazz members. Tristan, fire away. Um, what inspired you to pick up the piano and to create jazz? I think... I came across this YouTuber. He was a black guy. He wore glasses. He looked just like me. And I was like, I've never seen somebody that looks exactly like I do play this like this. And I was like blown away. His name is P. Miller. And I always was around music with my mom. 
and she's always just so incredible. It was just normal. It was like I didn't really think about doing music, but I always was around it. And I remember I came across that YouTuber and I saw him playing and it just pushed me to think in my mind like, wow, I could do this because he's doing that. If I just copy his, if I, it looks like me, like I could actually do what he did. So I used to watch him play the piano like he's playing buttons, like a video game. And I would just copy his patterns, his shapes, his fingerings, his posture, everything. I didn't know the notes or the name of the notes. I just knew the buttons. And I would play these buttons from start to finish. I used to observe his videos because he looked just like me. I was like, I could do that. I, and that was the, literally how I started, just watching this guy that looked like me, like an older version of me. And from there, just a bunch of things clicked. I learned I could take certain buttons and reverse them, and it would have a same sound, a similar sound over a similar structure, but it would be different. Or I could do different permutations of the buttons over different formats. It'll, it'll still work. So it kind of clicked over time. We got another uh, School of Jazz student question uh, from Jaden. Uh, what is the most universally important thing to learn in music? Wow. I would say it's good to learn proper technique and in a sense of just comfortability because you don't want to injure yourself playing. You want to prolong your playing. And me and Miguel talk about this because drums are so physical. And you see him play, he's so relaxed. And he's like impeccable and so perfect with his technique. He doesn't exert too much energy. And I think it's important to learn how to master your technique in a way that allows you to be comfortable. Otherwise, you may get older and develop injury. So I would say that's the important thing to pay attention to. And now another school jazz question from Miles. So Jahari, what what other um, what other cultures music has influenced your playing outside of American jazz? Wow, that's a great question. I love musicians like Shy Maestro. I believe he's from Israel, and um, Tigran Hamasayan. I think I'm saying his name wrong. Probably really wrong, <laughs> but he's from Armenia, and I feel like I've always been drawn towards music from Mexico and Israel and, you know, like Chick Corea is so incredible. You know, I just love, I really always kept an open mind. And I think oftentimes we get stuck in our musical environment. Like some people get stuck in church or like some people get stuck playing jazz only, playing classical, you know, but I always liked everything, you know, rap, jazz, classical, and I, I like different instruments too. Like I, I think we could take from other musicians. I listen to saxophonists and sometimes I listen to how they play in their lines and I just keep an open ear with anything. You never, never underestimate anything that comes your way, so. Jahari, I wanted to ask about Chicago as an influence. Such a great town, great city, great musicians out of there. Of course, the legendary Herbie Hancock, but also great musicians today like Marquise Hill is one of my favorites. I wonder if you could tell about uh, the city itself and how that was uh, an influence on you. Chicago, like my mom was saying, I mean, even my mom, my mom was like a 
she brought so many of the best musicians from Chicago. I mean, everybody, like Isaiah Sharkey, Sheree Reed. I mean, literally, I mean, even at the time, Robert Glasper would come and sit in. Literally all of the greatest, Robert Irving, who played with Miles Davis, just everybody would be coming along to the house, rehearsing, thanks to my mother, just being so open-minded. And I feel like Chicago is such an amazing place. The, the standard for music is so creative, so um, unbelievable. And I'm just grateful to be able to come from such a lineage. So. Now, I did want to mention the album, Still Listening. Um, beautiful record. It's got a mix of solo pieces and ensemble pieces. And our next School of Jazz guest, DJ, wanted to ask you about ensemble work. Uh, Stephen. What's your favorite group to have played with? And how'd you get the gig? My favorite group, actually, is the Urania Stampley and Miguel Russell. <laughs> actually, like, it's been incredible to experiment and try different things with this specific group, but I've been, you know, every group is different. I love when I play with Stanley Clark, we toured, and I love playing with Derek Hodge. He was one of my, I mean, I mean, we still play, you know, and Keon Harold. I mean, everybody brings something different. Marquise Hill, Joel Ross, Kendrick Scott, everybody is so unique, and it's incredible how different voices can come together and create a whole new sound. So I wouldn't even say I'm biased towards any one group except my group with Miguel. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, everybody is different. It's, it's like food, it's all different. So. Now we got a trio of musicians here, but we got enough instruments for a sextet or a septet. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And it makes me think not only about multi-instrumentalism, but about this next generation that's um, found the laptop to be such an important part of your arsenal. Both you and Miguel are, are pretty expert at the making, creating music on laptops. And our next uh, School of Jazz uh, student question comes um, once again from Stephen. Uh, it's about the, the new app you've been working on. This research. What was the workflow for your Piano Chronicles app like? Oh my God. I spent about a year and a half every night working on this app. Um, I, thanks to my mother who owns Adobe Suite, <laughs> who owns everything, I literally went on Adobe Animate with her software. I uh, asked my mom for some tips on how to use Adobe Illustrate. She kind of helped me pull it up and then I watched YouTube tutorials. I figured out how to draw the uh, characters. So I made her a character in the game. <laughs> I made myself a character. There's Jacob Collier as a character. Robert Glasper's in the game. <laughs> I might add Miguel Russell to the game. <laughs> so I, I spent every night working with a coder from uh, Pakistan. His name was Usman Mughal, and it, he worked like a nine to five. But his time zone was perfect, because after my gig, I would go home around 8 p.m. my time or 9 p.m. my time Maybe 10 p.m. my time, he would start to log on. <laughs> and I would start at 10 to like 4 a.m. He would be from like 9 to 5. So we would be working all night. So I would come home and not sleep. I would get online and work with Usman Mughal. <laughs> and every night we worked, I would send him animations of the characters 
the attacks and the, the piano sprites. So whenever you press a piano note, the fire hits the enemy and then it attacks and you get to the next level. It would take, like, we have to make every frame of every animation for every character, for every level. So it was like he had to code in everything I sent him and then we had to test it. So about after a year and a half, it finally came together. We added all the characters, all the levels, all the boss battles, and now it's a fully functioning piano app that you can use to learn how to identify the notes. And I'm even working on, this is a secret, I'm working on an interactive website where you can plug in your keyboard into your computer and play along to transcriptions you can track your practice. It's my own piano interactive website that you can use, make an account like Instagram. You can follow other users. You all can come together and like play, add your stuff online. It's, it's really cool. So I've been working on that for about four years. I'm almost done. So. Oh man, we're living in the future. <laughs> we got a, a few more questions about jazz education. Uh, Jaden, up next. Uh, what one piece of advice would you give a young pianist? I would say stay open-minded and never underestimate anyone you hear because there's always something you can take from any genre or any style of piano. So I think just keep your ear open and I would say gravitate towards the things that you like the most. And Miles, we have one more question from you. So what are your musical goals, long-term and short-term? Wow. I would say long term to just keep creating and never stop playing. Um, and short term to do a still listening tour with Miguel Russell <laughs> and the D Radius and finish my website and update my app and add Miguel as a character in the game. <laughs> and we got kind of a part B to that question. Tristan, your final question of the day. All right. Um, so after I personally listened to your album, Still Listening, um, it kept me wondering, in the future, where do you see your music going? Wow. Easy, right? Easy, easy. You guys are good. <laughs> They're getting me off my guard. <laughs> I would say in the future, I just want to keep my mind open and I think like Herbie would say, he's always exploring. He's always trying something new. Even when we play, we try something new. Even today, we tried something new. And I just think the goal is to keep yourself trying new ideas, never get too comfortable, always take risks, just keep shooting for the stars. So I think that's my goal. Jahari Stampley, let's hear it for him one more time. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jahari Stampley and the trio with Miguel Russell on drums, D. Irania Stampley on saxophone and bass and vocals. Uh, <laughs> D. Irania, did you just learn the bass a year ago? Is that Jahari? Is that what you said? Less than a year. Less than a unbelievable. Yeah. You pushed me into it. I said, Mom. <laughs> I, said, I need Mom, a bass player, Mom. Can you try to play this song? <laughs> the new said, album yeah. is still listening. They're at Jazz Alley tonight and tomorrow. Thanks so much to everybody here at KNKX for putting this studio session together. At Studio X, our audio engineer is Adam Bird, video producer Parker Blome. Extra big thanks to promotions director Brenda Goldstein Young. I'm Abe Beeson. Thanks to you for still listening and for your support of these studio sessions.